We're looking at stats, and Derek White is an on-off god, the most impactful player on the Boston Celtics. We'll talk about it right now on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, and I got you every day with a free, fresh podcast that's dropped directly to your device, so subscribe wherever you get your podcast, watch the show on YouTube, drop some words in the comment section, let me know what you're thinking. If you're new to the show, I'm John Corrales, I used to play a long time ago, now I'm a beat writer covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal, and for you, all my coverage is for you, the loyal Celtics fan. Today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy made easy. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockdownNBA. Use the code LockdownNBA, all lowercase. You get a first deposit match up to $100. Today's show, it's all about the interesting stats. Oh, I didn't realize that graphic was off kilter. Uh, let me go ahead and fix that. There we go. Uh, sorry, for people who are listening on the audio... The, you know, little, little technical glitches on the TV part, part of it, the uh, video part of it that happened from time to time. Got to produce these shows for both sides, right? Some people listen, some people watch. Uh, and I'm, I'm here for both of you. So I appreciate however it is that you listen. But if you're watching, the graphics got to look right. And so the graphic tells you it's interesting stats day. Later on, we'll talk about the turnovers the Celtics are facing. Uh, in the second segment, or somewhere in that range, uh, depending on how the first segment goes, uh, Jalen Brown's on-off numbers are all uh, 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 mm, okay, and not great. But we'll start with Derek White. Derek White is an on-off god. All of these numbers are courtesy of Cleaning the Glass. Cleaningtheglass.com uh, filters out the heaves and it filters out garbage time so it it's a little bit more kind of indicative of real performance so any kind of garbage time any like half court heaves all that stuff guys don't have to let them fly guys because i will use cleaning the glass and they won't even count that uh unless you hit it i guess so all right Derek white's numbers are just incredible Absolutely incredible. And if you can see it on the on the graphic here on YouTube, he has a plus 17.3 on off in offensive efficiency, points per 100 possessions. Uh, so with Derek White in the floor, per 100 possessions, the Celtics are 17.3 points per game better. That is incredible. Now, all of this is... Still early, but you're a quarter of the way through the season. A little bit more than that, but approximately a quarter of the way through the season. Some of these numbers will level off, but holy crap, is Derek White just absolutely amazing for the Boston Celtics. 
plus 17.3. That is a 9.7 plus 9.7 on offense. And on defense, he is uh, minus 7.6. So the Celtics are 9.7 points per 100 possessions better offensively. And they hold the other team to seven and a half points less defensively. That is just incredible. And more incredible is where you say, okay, well, there's got to be other guys here, right? Like, where's Jason Tatum in all of this? Well, there are only four positives when it comes to the on-off team points scored per 100 possessions. It's Derek White at plus 17.3. Then Chris Porzingis at plus 5.7. Drew Holiday at 2.6. Tatum at 1.9. And Pritchard at 0.3. So not even slightly positive, okay? Just slightly positive. There are only two players who are also negative, like holding teams to less points defensively. So all of those guys who are positives, only Derek White and Kristaps Porzingis are also part of a holding the other team down. So I said Derek White minus 7.6, Porzingis minus 4.1. So the Porzingis plus 5.7 includes plus 1.6 offensively and minus 4.1 defensively. The Celtics are a much better team with Porzingis and Derek White on the floor. They're a much better team, and, and this is, I'll, I'll stop spitting a lot of numbers at you right now and say this, this really confirms a lot of the eye test. This really confirms a lot of what we're seeing. In the early going, yes, Jason Tatum has had his, his runs, but especially lately, Tatum's kind of been, you know, up and down. And, and as far as, his last, what, nine or 10 games, Tatum's kind of not been the biggest positive on the floor. Derek White has been. Derek White has been, you look at him, you look at him uh, in that game against New York. He not only had a 30-point game, but he really just seemed to be everywhere. He seemed to be doing a lot of things. Derek White, when we say he does all the little things, man, he is doing everything. Score when you need to assist when you need to, does little things. One of my favorite things that he did was on a fast break, they, they kicked it ahead to him and he was all alone alongside, I guess, Jason Tatum on his left. You could have just taken that, taken one dribble, gone in for the layup, taken his points. But what does he do? He just, oh, Jason Tatum's right there. Here you go, Jason. Boom. Jason Tatum gets the points. Derek White gets the assist. He doesn't care about the points. And you know what? Funny enough, positive things happen for him. He's out there blocking shots. He's out there making steals. He's out there setting screens. He's doing everything. And then Porzingis, you add Porzingis, and he just adds such a different dynamic to this team that he is such a bailout. He is such an easy, hey, we got nothing. Get into the post. Okay. Do your big swooping foul grifting thing maybe you get a three-point play whatever but he's he is 
giving the Celtics a ton. Now, offensively, a plus 1.6 for Porzingis. He's scoring when he needs to. Again, I test. I think this confirms what we're seeing. He's not always having the big scoring nights. And Derek White is having assist nights, secondary assist nights, hockey assist nights, uh, you know, potential assist nights. Uh, Porzingis, if he's not scoring, yeah, he's setting screens and doing all that other stuff. He, he is a positive on the floor. But the defense, the defense is where the Celtics are are seeing the bigger benefit from Porzingis. Kind of wild. Like we coming into the season, we were thinking like uh Porzingis would be a plus on offense and we'll see what he gives us on defense. But no, it's he is a bigger plus on defense and he fills in offensively when they need him to. And he's kind of he seems kind of happy to do so. He's just like, yeah, I'll I'll score, I'll rebound, whatever, whatever you need. I, I'm just here. Every every interview, whether it's with us, me, or on JJ Reddick's podcast, he's just like, yeah, man, I'll just do whatever, whatever we need. I'm just happy to come in and be part of a winner. Those two guys have been seriously the two most important players for the Celtics. You saw what happened when Porzingis was out. It didn't look great. They won. They won some games because they're still a good team, but they look so much better with Porzingis on the floor, and they look incredibly better with Derek White on the floor. The Derek White numbers are still not done. There are still other numbers that prove that Derek White is uh, an absolute monster when it comes to on-off and, and impacting the Boston Celtics. But there's still the matter of Jalen Brown's concerning numbers. We'll talk about that next. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy because it's you against the projections, right? I keep telling you this. If you've played daily fantasy, and I and I have, it, you go up against other people, generally speaking, and you, you it's hard to win those because so many different people with different backgrounds, and some people are just sharks, and I just want to have some fun. So Price Picks made it fun because they give you projections, and you pick two to six players, and if you hit all six, you can win up to 25 times your money. You pick more, you pick less. Jason Tatum, whatever they set the projection at. You say more points than what you say or less points than what you say. It's very simple. It's very easy to do. You want to have more fun with it? Join their specials league. You can do, uh, this is a football coming off of football Sunday. You can pick a quarterback and say his touchdown passes plus Derek White's three-pointers and more or less, and there you go. So you that that's a great way to, to have some fun there with prize picks and they have injury insurance. So if your guy goes down in the first half and doesn't come back, that player's rebooted. So peace of mind from prize picks, the only daily fantasy sports platform with that kind of injury insurance policy. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use that code locked on NBA, all lowercase. You get a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars, whatever you deposit up to a hundred dollars, they will give you that on top of that. So it's a pretty good deal. Prizepicks.com slash lockdown NBA. Use the code lockdown NBA. Prizepicks, daily fantasy made easy. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out the coolest thing on YouTube. It's the first ever 24 7 national sports streaming channel, Lockdown Sports Today. It's there. 
all day, all night, whenever you want a sports fix. Can't figure out what to put on TV? Stream Lockdown Sports Today on your TV and leave it on. It's a great way to get caught up on everything that's going on in sports with the local hosts, the local experts. So it's great. Innovation. So Derek White, the numbers are <laughs> incredible. Uh, the fact that there are only two players that are on off are, are positives on both ends of the floor is a little bit of a concern considering that so many guys talked about how they want to be positive contributors on defense. The, the Celtics defense, I, I think has, has done well, but the, the, I guess boxing out probably will help the offensive rebounds would probably help because the Celtics aren't the best at holding off the other team uh, offensive rebounding wise. But the only positives defensively, and I say positive by when I say positive, I mean holding the other team to less. It's White, it's Porzingis, um, it's Sam Hauser, amazingly, and Al Horford. There's only four players with on-offs that impact the defense positively. So that's, you look, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, even Drew Holiday is, is not having, it's, it's he's at plus 0.4. So that's not like, again, it's like Peyton Pritchard. It's basically even, but still you want to have, you want to have more guys being positives on the defensive end. Derek White, one more number, uh, the in the half court is a plus 9.7, which that's so, I mean, I, I cannot believe he's a plus 17.6 on offense, a plus 17.6 on offense points per 100 possessions. So he is such a dynamic, uh, offensive player. Uh, the Celtics half court defense clearly is. Uh, a little bit more of a, a, a struggle, but uh, on defense, his half court is, well, minus 2.9, so that's good. Um, Porzingis has the biggest impact, minus 3.4. Luke Cornett, minus 3.1, how about that? Sam Hauser, Drew Holiday are both positive impacts. Jason Tatum, plus 7.4, the worst rotation player defensively in the half court. And that, that, that says something as I, I'm going to transition into Jalen Brown, but I got to highlight Jason Tatum too. And now I'm highlighting both because both of those guys have said they want to make positive impacts defensively. I think you know, like Tatum will block a shot. He'll, he'll get in there. He'll rebound. But I think too often he gets beat. And I think too often he just relaxes too much. and. It just it just needs to be better. It needs to be better. They they need to set the example. We need to see a little bit more out of them defensively. We just we just do. And so I don't want to make it seem like I'm piling on Jalen Brown, but Jason Tatum in the half court, the absolute worst when it comes to defense. But Jalen Brown, his on off is minus seven point two. That is the worst of the Celtics rotation players minus 7.2 Sam Hauser's minus 6.9 Luke Cornett minus 5.4 
Al Horford minus 4.8. Those are the four rotation guys who are negatives right now. Now, Horford and Hauser, I think, get caught up in some of the bench. Because those are, look, this is, we're talking about bench guys now. And look at this lineup. Jalen Brown, Hauser, Cornette, Horford. Who gets subbed in in the first after Tatum leaves, right? If it's Tatum and, and Derek White out, two positives. Jalen Brown stays on the floor. You bring in Hauser. You bring in Horford. That's Luke Cornett. It's I'm not going to get too crazy about Luke Cornett because I don't expect a ton. Like he's he's just kind of like holding on and is a stopgap, and he, he's been fine. He's got one good half in him, I believe, and I think. If he, if he has a good half, like seriously, if he has one good half for the Celtics, he shouldn't play in the second half. Like I, I feel like we've seen enough where if he comes out and has this awesome monster half in the first half, then sit him in the second half because he's used all his good stuff. And, and he, that that's just been the, the, the way this, this season has gone. If he comes in and has a terrible first half, then freaking start him in the second half because he has one good half. So He'll take advantage of one good half, and that's it. So, whatever. I'm not. I'm not going too crazy about Cornette right now. I think Horford and Hauser get caught up in the bench unit stuff, and Jalen Brown, and and maybe some of this is from the beginning of the season. Again, it's still early. It's a quarter of the season through, and I'm not going to sit here and pile on and say that this is. Uh, a major, major issue for the whole season. But at this point with, with, you know, a quarter of the season gone and for him to be a minus 7.2, a minus 4.2 offensively and defensively, the Celtics give up three more points per 100 possessions. That's, that's something that is both problematic, but also easy to fix. Because four points per 100 possessions, that's just a little bit more efficiency. Three points per 100 possessions defensively is a couple more possessions where you stay in front of your guy and you force turnovers, which I'm going to get to in a few minutes because that's a big problem. So Jalen right now, it's, it's a concern in the sense that you don't want to have one of your best players currently be the worst on-off guy that you have. But the number, 7.2, just like Hauser's and, and Horford's, it's fixable. It's it's very fixable. 4.2 points per 100 possessions is make your free throws, Jalen Brown. Make your free throws. He is struggling at the free throw line. He's never been the best free throw shooter, but hey, man, you gotta you gotta fix that. Uh, I don't even know. I'm gonna quickly look up what his free throw percentage is because I know it's not good. Jalen Brown is shooting seventy point three percent from the free throw line for a guard who shoots. Uh, 
you know, well from most other places on the floor, he's got to get that shot back. And, you know, he's only shooting 34% from three, which is a little bit below league average. But a little bit of an increase here in his efficiency, and he'll become a positive again. His effective field goal percentage this year is at 52.5%. Last year was at 55 Career, it's 54.2. Just get that, get that up there. Get it a little, you know, a little bit above there, and you can fix the the plus minus. The efficiency on the offensive end can fix that. Get out there and get two more stops per game. You can fix this on-off number. But he and Jason Tatum need to do that. It's not a major overhaul. It's not a big, huge. Uh, like screaming from the rooftops, oh my God, what's going on? But find a way to be better, both Tatum and Brown. Make a couple more shots. Make a couple more free throws. Get a couple more stops on the other end. You guys will be up there higher. Jalen Brown can fix this plus minus thing. It's still, it is, it is a little bit of a concern. All right. The turnover thing is maybe the biggest stat that I, I kind of perplexing in a little bit of a way, but I don't know, we'll talk about that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Our good friends over there at FanDuel have a great deal for you if you want to get started. FanDuel is America's number one sports book, and it's hot. I know it's cold outside, but it's hot on FanDuel. The NFL is is barreling down uh, into the real meat of the season. We're starting to really start uh, get a sense of uh, what the playoff pictures might be. So go check it out. NBA season, in-season tournament is over. Uh, this is a, we're, we're heading into the real meat of the NBA season as well. So go check it out. Make a $5 money line bet on FanDuel. And you can get $150 in bonus bets. That's $150 if your team wins. So go check it out. Spreads, player props, over-unders, whatever you want. FanDuel has it. And all you got to do to join is go to fanduel.com slash locked on and get started. Use their tools. Use their their, their, uh, protection. Set your limits. You can can set how much you want to bet per week. You can set all that up. Uh, I know FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL, and FanDuel will also help you gamble responsibly. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Go to johncorrales.com, order my book, The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Get a personalized copy. I will sign whatever you want within reason. Um, A gift for a friend, a gift for a family member for Christmas, uh, or for any other holiday, a birthday for you if you want it. It's all there, johncorrales.com. Click on the link to buy my book. The stats show the Boston Celtics are terrible, terrible at forcing turnovers, which was a stated goal for Joe Missoula heading into the season. In fact, he was asked at the last practice about the team forcing turnovers, and he jokes like, yeah, how's that going? He wants the team to force turnovers. That if you can force an extra look at look, I put it up on the on the YouTube 12.5% opponent turnover 
uh, rates, 12.5%, 28th in the NBA. So they are almost the worst team in forcing turnovers in the NBA. If you can force three more percent turnovers, whatever that works out to be, right? Uh, so if you're saying per 100 possessions, that's a pretty easy, you're probably looking at 14 to 15 per, uh, turnovers per game. If you can force 15 and you get three more, let's just say it's two to three more. Well, look at what it'll do to all the other plus minus numbers that I've talked about, right? Jalen, all the all the guys that are, are negatives defensively. Force some more turnovers. You get out into transition. That's two, four, six points that the other team doesn't score. Two, four, six, nine points that your team scores potentially. That's very doable. But last year and this year, the Celtics have been right near the bottom in forcing opponent turnovers. And it's tough. And Joe Mazzulla talks about this. And it's what, what are you best at? Where are you your best? The Celtics aren't, they're, they're not going to be like straight rip, get in there, strip a guy and force some turnovers. Like that, that's hard to do. It's hard to do in today's NBA. The physicality on the perimeter is not encouraged. It's legislated out through, through a ton of foul calls on the perimeter. It's hard to guard on the perimeter. So that's difficult. But the, the Celtics still need to find a way. Like maybe they just take a couple more chances. Maybe it's just jumping into a passing lane and relying on your help. Somebody needs to get in there and get a couple of steals. And I don't know, defensively, the philosophy, I guess I guess they're not taking a ton of chances. It's about making reads and all of that. But if the Celtics can get into a passing lane here and there, then this changes. And it's not a big jump from the bottom of the league to the top of the league. You know, like the the league leader in turnovers. Oh, wait, no, that's turnovers committed. So the worst team turnover-wise is committing 17.7. That's the Utah Jazz. In the middle of the pack, where Boston kind of is, you're 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 looking at teams averaging about 14, 15 turnovers a game. So the Celtics, if they can get to that to that point, then they can look at extra points on the board, uh, better point differentials, uh, easier wins. Let me see the opponent turnovers. The Thunder are, are forcing 16.9. The Celtics are forcing 12.2. So there's your 12.5%. The middle of the pack is 14. 14.1, that's the Minnesota Timberwolves. So two more turnovers per game. 
That's not a lot. Is it too much to ask to commit to, to force two more turnovers per game? Can the Celtics not force two more turnovers per game? This defensive team, just middle of the pack. You want to get into the top 10, you got to get to like 15. Three turnovers per game. Can you force something like that? We'll say two and a half. So a couple of games two, a couple of games three. How is that not possible for this, the Celtics? How can you not get two more steals, two more passes thrown out of bounds, uh, uh, a 24-second violation? How, how can you not get that with the, the level of defense that this team is playing? Um, the Celtics have a pretty good defense. Their defensive rating is third in the league at 109. Their net rating is best in the league at 8.5. So you can sit there and be like, well, you're nitpicking a lot of stats for the team with the best net rating in the league. Third best, third best defense, sixth best offense. It's like, what more do you want? Well, you know, gearing towards like perfection and it's not even perfection. What's wrong with wanting two more turnovers per game? I don't want eight more, just, just two more. You're forcing 12, get to 14, get to 15. How hard is that? Maybe a couple of those instances where you're just getting flat out beat. You're back. You're paying attention. You're helping. You know what I mean? Like that's, and, and I know sometimes it's not just turnovers. It's like block shots, empty possessions, and it doesn't matter, right? Like as long as you're getting the empty possessions, whether it's a turnover or a missed shot or a block shot or whatever it is, that part doesn't matter. But I still think there's room for the Celtics to improve there. And this is the thing. The Celtics are the best team in the league and look at how much room there is to improve. And it's not, like I said with Jalen, I'm not asking for a ton. I'm really not. I'm asking for a couple of possessions on defense, a couple of possessions on offense. That's all it takes. The difference between Jalen being a minus seven, whatever, to a plus is a couple of possessions. Just a couple of defensive stops a couple of finishes on offense. And it doesn't even have to be with him. He can he can just a little better ball movement. And and he has been getting better at that. The Celtics just a little bit a little bit tighter defensively, a little bit more focused defensively. You force a couple of turnovers, then you get out into transition and that'll help Jalen Brown. Right? That'll help Jalen get his plus minus up. That'll help some of these guys uh get their their on off up. It's simple. The Celtics are the best team. They could be an even better team, which is scary. It's scary. They are projected. Their expected wins on cleaning the glass is 62. So that's an even better season than any of us expected. And they could be even better than they are right now. A couple of possessions here or there. And a lot more Derek White, because Derek White is a god. I mean, he is just amazing. They probably should have gotten a deal done for him. They probably should have gotten an extension done for Derek White. Um, yeah. 
So thanks for listening. That's, uh, you know, Monday show Celtics were off this weekend. Not a ton to talk about. I thought these stats though were interesting. So hope you enjoyed the the show. The, the look at the stats, maybe they confirm what you were thinking. Maybe they don't tell me what you think in the comment section on YouTube. That's the best way to, to have your voice heard. And if you are with me every day and every day, I love the fact that you're an everydayer. I love all the people that come say hi to me at the games and tell me that they're everydayers. So the next thing I would want, make it my Christmas gift. Spread the word. Share the podcast. Tell everybody that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.